Blog Talk Radio. Welcome, welcome to the uh, Women Ex- Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire radio show. I am super happy to be with you today. I've got a wonderful guest. I am Julie, a.k.a. Brain Lady Anderson, or Brain Lady Julie, I should say. And I am the host of this amazing show where we like to highlight women entrepreneurs in business. So, and talk about women topics, topics that relate to women and things that they struggle with, and I am very happy that you are joining us on this beautiful, beautiful Wednesday, uh, late morning, early afternoon, depending on where you're t- where you're trying in at. We are hosted here on the Blog Talk Radio program and the Blog Talk Radio platform, and I'm excited to be doing this new show as in 2018 and bringing to you, the listeners, bringing to the audience amazing women. Women that I have had the opportunity to either meet personally or to talk with or to connect with in a way that made me feel that you need to get to know them. And that is exactly what I want to do with this wonderful guest today. I cannot wait for you to meet her. She is just uh, one of those people that I look at and truly admire for the amount of knowledge that she has brought together in her brain in this in her lifetime it is amazing the information the conversations that we have talking about all different topics and she's just a wonderful person to get to know and i'm looking so forward to interviewing her on the program today for those of you who are new to this show first time listeners this is the women entrepreneurs extraordinaire show and our whole focus is to help women in business to achieve more it, maybe not just in business, but women in general to achieve more in their life, their business, and their relationships. And we do this by highlighting amazing women in business that you can connect with, uh, either as you know, as a um, someone that you want to share wisdom with, or some of you may even find that the you may want to connect with them and find out more about what they do and gain gain some. Uh, new relationships and new new connections that way. So that's what we're all about with the women in business. And I forgot to mention to our, I'm putting our, our guest here on the spot. I'm going to introduce her to you in just a minute. Uh, the I always like to have my members or my interviewees share at the end of the show their top three business tips. So if you are a woman in business and you want to know what has helped other women in business to achieve more and to be more successful. I always like to have these wonderful ladies share those tips at the end. So be sure to stay on to the end. We also, at the end is when you get all the yummy stuff. It's when you get all the good stuff. That's when you find out how to connect with our listener or with our guest, as well as, uh, you know, whatever complimentary offer that is always given by one of, by our guests. So be sure to listen through the whole program. With that, I want to introduce to you, and I don't have an official bio sitting in front of me, so I am going to, um, I'm going to kind of wing it based on what I, what I know and how wonderful and amazing this gal is. Her name is Dr. Alicia Sonis, 
And she is just, oh my goodness, she's just an amazing woman in what she has done in her life. She is a specific chiropractic and you're going to, a chiropractor, and you're going to find out more because it's very, very interesting um, what, what that really means, what that is and what that means. She has some amazing uh, knowledge, not just on the physical, but also on the emotional and the mental. And she has built her business on this. She has a, a, a vast educational background and not just through her, through her training as a chiropractor, but she continues to every time I sit and chat with Alicia, she continues to just amaze me with something new that she's learned, uh, understanding not just the physical body, but the business end of it. And that's why she is just a dynamic woman that I want for everyone to meet. So, Dr. Alicia Sonis, welcome to the show today. Hey, Julie. Thanks so much for having me. I'm super excited. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So because I, I, I botched reading a perfect, you know, it's hyped out uh, interview with you. Tell us, tell the listeners right off, what is your kind of, what is your training? Because the specific chiropractic is a, a little different than your average chiropractor and so, so, so effective. What, uh, what led you to this point in your life to build this business and what what's the educational background that you have connected to that? Sure. That's a great question. So um, actually originally I wanted to be a medical doctor. I wanted to be a doctor of some sort um, and help people heal. And when I was doing the um, pre-med undergrad work, I got really, really sick. I ended up getting a really complicated lung infection that completely rocked my world. And I was never much to take medications or antibiotics. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but it's just not, you know, how we were raised. We just toughed it out, if you know what I mean. And so very, very sick. And it was actually a chiropractor that intervened and helped me heal within three days. And we're talking a complete reversal on all panels. Um, It was a miracle. And he had shared with me that chiropractic care is about assessing the function of the nervous system, which controls every single thing in the body, including your immune system. And that was why I had such phenomenal results, because I was having a bit of a dysfunction in my nervous system. And literally that night, I couldn't sleep after finding out that information, because I couldn't understand why the whole world didn't know that. Why doesn't the whole world go to a chiropractor first if they're sick or they're dealing with some kind of chronic health ailment? And so I switched gears. I continued pre-med, obviously, and then instead of going to med school, I went to chiropractic school. And then from there, really delved into the chiropractic art and study of that, and that's how I found the specific chiropractic or upper cervical chiropractic, and that's when we actually objectively measure the nervous system with um, diagnostic instruments, and we get um, computerized imaging on the computer, and that's how we base our treatment and why our patients get such phenomenal results. That is, I, I, I love that, and I love your story leading up into it, because so many of us are drawn to our career based on different things that happen in our lives. And so knowing that personal story of yours and how chiropractic helped you to heal and helped you to get better, how that, you know, intervened on your direction in life. And, and as I said, you've, you've taken, I know, I want the listeners to know that it's not just 
her college degree and her chiropractic degree, but Alicia has gone on to just expand her knowledge in a lot of different things, whether it's natural health from the the standpoint of herbs and oils and things like that. She's just, she's really done a great job in expanding her knowledge base. And I want you to know this. I want the listeners to understand this because that's going to help them to feel and understand the validity in the wisdom that you are going to bring to us today, uh, Dr. Alicia, on the program. So let's, let's get to that. Let's talk about chronic disease because this is something I know that working with women entrepreneurs, there's just something about us. We just do a ton of stuff <laughs> and sometimes oh, kind sure. of over, <laughs> kind of overstretched. And some people wind up with chronic disease. So really what is technically a chronic disease? So if, if you were to Google right now the definition of, of chronic disease, you would, you would find an explanation similar to a persistent disease or condition um, that, you, that an individual has had for many, many years. And at face value, that's a great definition. But I like to take it a little bit deeper and talk about the fact that if a woman is suffering from a chronic disease, be it an autoimmune disease, arthritis, migraines, or fibromyalgia, that that's not the only thing that they're dealing with. That chronic disease typically leads to other chronic diseases in the body. There's usually never just one woman that has one thing. And usually that one thing kind of stems off into all of these other areas. And it gets to the point where it starts affecting their livelihood, their careers, their lifestyle, their marriages. And so I've come to learn based on working with my patients that that subject, that deeper level of chronic disease is not being addressed and is not being talked about. And I want to be the one that changes that. I agree totally. I have in my own life, I have several relatives, my sisters, my mom, who you're absolutely right. It's not just fibromyalgia. It's fibromyalgia. It's chronic fatigue. It's all kinds of um, autoimmune things. It's it, It's not just one. And they do, they're connected and Oftentimes, there's a base of that, and that's where I think chiropractic come, helps out. Why do you think women are are so vulnerable to chronic diseases? Well, just as you said, you know, women entrepreneurs, especially though, I think that this applies to all women. It's 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 our nature to want to fix everything, to fix everyone, and just be the do everything kind of gal. And and that's and that's how we are. We are huge lovers. We're we're very, very emotional, and we want to make sure that everyone in our life is well taken care of. And I think that's a beautiful thing. I think that it's an amazing quality to have, and there's nothing to feel ashamed um, in regards to that. But the issue is that we spread ourselves way too thin. We are constantly putting ourselves in a 24-7 state of emotional overwhelm. And what can happen is with that emotional overwhelm, there's a lack of self-care. We start to forget about taking care of us because we need to make sure the husband's okay, our parents are okay, the kids are okay, the pets are okay, the horses. I know you have horses. So everyone has to be taken care of before we really look at ourselves and do that for 10, 15 years. And at the end of it, you're going to have a hugely overwhelmed woman emotionally, but also at that point physically that's when she's going to wonder why she has depression, why she's 
not having that spark in her marriage anymore and why are her joints aching every day? Why is she having such a difficult time getting up out of bed? Um, and, and that's a very dangerous position for these women to be put in because it's scary and they don't know how to handle it. And a lot of them try to tough it out and it really makes the situation a lot worse. And so that's why I'm very passionate on addressing this subject and making sure that these women can find a place where they feel safe and are able to really address these issues where they're not covering them up but can actually heal from them. That's, boy, that last point you just made, it it hits the nail right on the head because you're right. uh, Women, especially women entrepreneurs, we juggle a lot of different things. And in order to juggle those things, um, yeah, we don't always treat the, the, the source of the problem. We throw things at it to help us get through the day. And notice I'm, I'm, I'm uh, outing myself here because I'm one of those that does it too. You know, when you're an entrepreneur, you know what? Business- and, and so am I, so am I. I, yeah. I, I, you know, I will be the first one to tell you, I often don't get home until nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock at night. I am up at five or six and there just isn't time in the day for me sometimes because I'm, I'm growing a business and I'm taking care of other people. And so it's, it's an issue that, that has grown to be very important for me on a personal level, but also, you know, this is my livelihood. I, I get, I have a deep passion for making sure that I take care of women in this position. But even I forget sometimes that I'm included in that in that bunch. So I get that. Yeah, I'm sure. I remember coming to your office one day for treatment because I do. Dr. Lisa is also my my chiropractor uh, and has done wonders, 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 wonders with their their practice and love it. It's so. Um, so gentle compared to some of the chiropractic treatments that I've had in the past. But, uh, you know, I've, I've shown, I remember showing up at your office one time and you were like, yeah, I had to go find another fellow specific chiropractic <laughs> and go see him out in Elk Grove or wherever it was, because you, we do, we, as women, we do tend to push ourselves, especially when we're in that, that, uh, that area of building a business. Now, Alicia, how many women are affected by chronic diseases according to information that you have? So, yeah, I, I do have um, some pretty alarming stats, but what I think is more alarming than the stats that I'm going to share is what goes unreported. And so millions upon millions of American women are plagued by all sorts of different types of chronic diseases. And you really want to make sure that you you can kind of pick and pull apart these stats in your mind and realize that these are your neighbor's your sisters, your mother, it might even be you, but um, 28 million American women suffer from migraines on a daily basis. Um, 70% of all of the autoimmune diagnoses or diseases in America, 75% are in women. Women are three times more likely to develop an autoimmune disease than men, and that's a really scary thing. Twice as many women, American women, suffer from depression. And, and like I said, those are just a few of, of stats that they have that have been reported in the past two years or so. But how many women do we know that have migraines and fibromyalgia and digestive troubles that they don't tell anyone, they don't seek help? And so I really don't think that we could cap or have an exact number on the stats. But a really important thing to consider Um, I had found this out, is that 90% of women who do try to seek help 
for their uh, chronic diseases, they feel very discriminated with the healthcare system. And it's something that I see often in my practice by way of, of what they share with me. You know, for example, a lot of women with fibromyalgia, which if you don't know what it is, it's essentially your body is in chronic pain at all times. The slightest touch could be excruciatingly painful, a lot of pain in in the joints of the feet and the hands. Um, And it really, really causes a lot of destruction in someone's life. But outwardly, if you were to look at a woman with fibromyalgia, she doesn't have any visible physical ailments. She looks like a completely, you know, healthy woman. And so what can happen with these ladies is when they go um, to the primary care is that they're, they're told, well, there's nothing wrong with you. It's all in your head. And, mm-hmm. and when women are told that for so many years, it kind of messes with our minds a little bit because we start to question ourselves. I mean, women, we're so analytical. We're always overthinking things, second-guessing everything. And so when you're told that, you're wondering, well, am I crazy? Do I really not have this? Is this just a figment in my imagination? And then they start to feel the emotions of shame and guilt, which causes a whole other slew of issues in their life. And, and and so when I found that out, how these women feel very discriminated against, that there there aren't answers for them, I, I really made it my mission to make sure that I that I have this safe haven for them here in Roseville, California, where they can come here with these chronic diseases and share their emotions with me. I want them to know, no, you're not crazy. No, this isn't in, just in your head. This is an actual issue, and, and I'm here to help you with this. I, I love it. I, I it is so true. Like I said, I'm, I I have several family members. So I'm one of five daughters and three of my, three of my four sisters suffer from both chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. And my mother suffers from chronic fatigue and fibromyalgia. And I can get into a lot of uh, brain stuff and psychoneuroimmunology because we've had some great conversations about that to, to give kind of my uh, one of the reasons why I think that I personally have not fallen down that rabbit hole but it is it it does it affects I mean you're looking at here six women closely connected genetically mother and five daughters and out of those six four are suffering uh, from fibromyalgia and the it I think it's kind of one of those disorders that or diseases or whatever you want the technical term to be but that doesn't get a lot of attention because it's, it's not as easily diagnosed in a, you know, you can't do a blood test and, Oh, okay. You have chronic fatigue or you have fibromyalgia or, you know, it's, it's something that is a, isn't it kind of a, Oh, what's the word? Um, a disease More or a, a diagnosis of elimination or how does that, how does yeah. that let's say that again? It, well, I, I would say something like that's more of a of a silent disease. It really doesn't show a lot of, um, like you, for fibromyalgia, for instance, um, nothing was really going to show on your blood work, you know. And so it's 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 one of those things where where those women, like I said, get trapped in that situation where where they can't get an official diagnosis based on whatever testing their primary care does, and they they kind of get shuffled back and forth from specialist to specialist and. They're either told you need to learn to live with this, there's nothing we can do, or it's all in your head. And I think that a healthcare provider in no way, shape, or form should ever say that to a patient. Um, that's, it, it leaves them feeling so hopeless. And I think that 
because in our nature, being the caretakers that we are and, and taking care of everyone. And I mean, let's be real. If women were in the world, the world wouldn't be functioning that well, right? So because of that, women really deserve to be honored. And we are more vulnerable to certain types of diseases, whether it's genetic makeup or um, kind of just the way that our bodies are built, however you want to think of it. Um, it is a situation that needs to be addressed, and it really needs to be taken care of, and, and women deserve it. They really do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, especially since they, they're going to keep everything rolling, keep the ball rolling. It's, it's When we talk about the difference between the male and the female brain, it, it is literally our wiring to some extent that we hold everything together as women, kind of that glue, and it's without you're right without, without that that factor in in marriages or in the life in just day-to-day life it things tend to fall apart now I know that you have some great tips or some great everyday changes that a woman can do to empower themselves if they think that they're suffering from chronic disease can you share those with the audience absolutely so there's a lot of um little tricks or little hacks, if you will, of, of things that you can do if you definitely aren't really taking care of yourself or you are at this point and you're like, something's got to change. I have to do something. And um, there is a, a gal, um, she's a blogger and a, maybe a lifestyle coach. I'm, I'm not sure exactly what she is, but her name is Danielle Laporte. And I think she's phenomenal. And she had this quote where she said, self-care is a divine responsibility. And I've really pondered on that quote and have woven it into a lot of the care that my patients receive here and a lot of the empowerment that they get. When you are taking care of yourself first, it doesn't make you a bad person or a selfish person. It actually is the most important thing that you should do because it will enable you to be able to take care of everyone else. It's similar to like, um, I know you travel a lot when you're on the plane and they debrief you about everything. And, you know, in the event they lose pressure and the oxygen mass drop down, you have to put yours on first before you help someone else. And so it's it's kind of that same topic, but it's, it's really signaling to the universe or God or whatever deity that you follow that I'm here for my day. I need to make sure I'm healthy and I'm good. So then I can do what it is I need to do to serve others. And so, Some of the things that I teach my patients is I'm a huge fan of essential oils. I love essential oils. I think that they're, they smell wonderful. They make you feel good and they're, and they're so much fun. And so we definitely always have conversations about how they can use essential oils in their everyday on the go lives in terms of um, improving their mood or if they have a little bit of a pain or um, any issues going on with their stomach, they can use these oils to kind of deal with those symptoms at the moment on the, on the go. Um, Another thing that, that I'm really big on teaching them is paying attention to the flow, the ebb and flow of their life. And if they have a planner or a journal to not let that, be what runs their life and instead take charge of their own life. So last week we had a um, passion planning workshop where I was teaching some concepts on how to weave in the passions or your dreams of your life into your daily life where you make your life revolve around that opposed to your to-do list kind of revolving around you. Um, And so when, when you're doing those types of things, 
you feel so much better on the inside emotionally and you feel more empowered to take further steps to really take care of yourself. And you can go as far down the rabbit hole as you want as far as that self-care uh, with morning routines, um, you know, abundant mindsets. And so those are a lot of the conversations that, that I have with my um, women entrepreneur patients, and, and they love that stuff, and it's, it, it really does make a difference in their lives. It does, and sometimes it's just, I find that it's just the little things that can really uh, regenerate you or reboot you. I love the essential oils. Again, as the brain lady, I can't tell you how effective oils can be, aromatherapy can be, and oils in general can be. There's just so much documented proof about that, and it it because it's it, not just because of what it, you can do physically for, ha- you know, putting oils on an achy muscle, so to speak, but the effect that oils have on the brain and how they work that way is uh, amazing as well. And you're right. I, I heard, I think it was, uh, oh, no, I hope I'm getting this right. I want to say it was Lisa Nichols. I heard her speak once. She's a, a motivational speaker. She has an uh, amazing uh, life story, and she was has been interviewed on multiple, multiple, multiple larger um, programs. And she made the comment to pour from the saucer. And it kind of sounds strange, uh, but her point was, if you are not drinking out of a full cup, if your cup isn't full in terms of how you're caring for yourself and you're trying to pour out of yourself to people, your cup's eventually going to be empty. You have to keep your cup full so that it's overflowing in other words, by taking care of yourself, and then what overflows onto that saucer, you then pour out to other people. And if you don't have it overflowing out of your cup, if you're not taking good enough care of yourself, you're not going to have anything in the saucer to give to somebody else. And I just like totally murdered that analogy, but <laughs> I think you know, perfect she, sense. No, no, I love that. Yeah, yeah. It's it's a great it's a great way of looking at it, and. Too, I think the listeners need to know that it doesn't necessarily mean pampering yourself every day. Like you said, it's it can be the little things, the morning routines, the five minutes of meditation, or the 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 sitting down in a quiet spot every evening to just just relax and get through your thoughts. And it doesn't have to be major things. Spending a spa day, although I do like spa days, and, <laughs> but it can. Also, I think we all do. Can, right, right. But it can also be taking care of yourself on a physical level, like going to a chiropractor on a regular basis and seeing uh, seeing Absolutely. someone, yeah, seeing someone like Dr. Alicia and just making sure that you physically are working at, at your peak so that you can continue to perform everything that you want to do in your life. So one last question for, well, a couple of questions. I'm going to ask you for some business tips here in a minute, but what, from your perspective, what is the number one most important test for women's health? And why is it usually the last test that's performed, if it's even performed at all? That's an interesting, I want to know what this test is. So what's the number (laughs) one most important test for women's health? So I, I love that question. That's a wonderful question, and that's actually really the crux of what I do as an upper cervical chiropractor. And so that test is actually a nervous system test. So your nervous system, and I know that you're very familiar with it being the purple brain lady, is your brain, your spinal cord, and your network of nerves. And your brain and your nerves are responsible for every single function in the body. They're not just responsible for 
movements, walking, um, cognitive thinking, or even the sensation of, of someone brushing your arm, they're also responsible for how your organs function internally, your blood pressure, your heart beating, everything, every process, all the way down to the microscopic cellular level, everything is dependent on the functioning of the nervous system. And what we've found is that it's often the last thing that's tested. And that tells us actually the most information because it it tells us if we can help a patient, but it also tells us how we can help them. The majority of the, the testing that most people get if they go to a hospital or their primary care is primarily aimed at achieving a diagnosis. And achieving a diagnosis is important to an extent. You want to make sure you know what you have. But the problem with only testing for a diagnosis is that it doesn't really treat what's actually causing it. It just says, oh, hey, you have XYZ condition. Have a nice day. And that's why a lot of women kind of feel that discrimination. Well, what am I supposed to do next? And a lot of these women are very afraid of options of surgery or taking drugs that they don't necessarily want to take that don't really have a time frame in mind. A lot of women are, are given prescriptions with an open end, you know, well, maybe you should take this every day for the rest of your life. And, and I'm not trying to poo-poo on, on any of that stuff. Of course, there's emergency situations where, where those interventions would be necessary, but a lot of women don't want that. And so then they're like, well, where do we go from here? And so our nervous system testing here measures how well or not well a woman's nervous system is functioning. And from that, we can find the cause of all or almost all of their healthcare problems instead of just strictly diagnosing them. So we're able to help get to the root cause of what's causing their chronic fatigue, their fibromyalgia, their IBS, I mean, you name it, their migraines. And we're able to treat and resolve that nervous system dysfunction that's causing those problems, opposed to just masking the symptoms by way of only looking at the diagnosis. There is an analogy that I use um, once or twice a month. I, I teach an awesome class, uh, the Big Idea class, which is for uh, newer patients that recently started care and for their families to come and kind of learn what it is they're going through and, and the results that they should expect. Um, and it's also great for people to come if, if they're kind of just checking the specific out. So we, we have a lot of fun at that class, but there's an analogy that I give. You can imagine if you had a pebble in your shoe. And so how would you cope with that? Would you walk directly on it and not change your step or your gait at all and endure the pain of that pebble crushing the bottom of your foot and learn to live with it? Or would you just not walk on one foot and kind of hop around on one leg and develop other conditions such as maybe um, compressed joints in the knee from hopping on your leg? Or would you change the way that you walk so you're kind of walking like funny, you're trying to walk around that pebble so you don't feel the pain, so you're changing your lifestyle in a way that you normally wouldn't have? Or do you just sit down, take your shoe off, and dump the pebble out, and then put your shoe back on? And so upper cervical chiropractic is about finding all of those little pebbles ingrained in our nervous systems and removing them one by one and allowing this woman to blossom into this healthy person that she can be. I love that. I love that. It's so, um, it, it hits the nail right on the head. We are 
I think I kind of touched on this a little earlier. We are such a I want it now kind of society that we we fall into treating the symptoms, not looking at treating the source and the source of that problem. And when that happens, you just perpetuate the problem. You you wind up with a big blister on the bottom of your foot that just hurts even more because you're not addressing, you're not stopping and taking the time to to take the shoe off and figure out what is causing the pain to begin with. That's a great and, analogy. And that's exactly, well, and that's exactly true about this, this fast-paced society. We're so used, I mean, Amazon Prime. Who doesn't love Amazon Prime? You can order your groceries on it now and get your groceries by the time you get home. It'll be on your doorstep. It's, it's so convenient in the access that we have to all of this technology and social media. We are so used to, you know, chip chop, I want it now. And, and, that, and that's really great. It's convenient for your business or, your, or you know, the lifestyle of, of your hobbies and whatnot. But when it comes to your health, we can't apply that same fast pace you know, circumstances to, to a living functioning being. It's, we have to look at things a little bit differently. And, um, and, that, and that's the problem in America. That's why we have so many of these chronic disease epidemics. We have the opioid crisis that's been in the news a lot lately because we are just trying to cover things up, ignore them, and move on to the next thing. And, and unfortunately, we just can't do that anymore. Yeah. Yeah, we need to work on it because it's great that our life expectancy as a as a whole, you know, is much higher than, say, in the Industrial Revolution or the 1800s or whatever. We're living longer as human beings, but sometimes we're living more miserably. And it's, it's absolutely. Sad. Yeah, it's sad when you know that if you if you do proactive care, you don't have to live miserably. Like when I'm 90, I want to feel like I'm 50. <laughs> <laughs> to be able to keep, and you're only going to do that via, you know, being proactive about these things. Well, I have absolutely, absolutely. Loved, loved talking to you. And for anyone in the greater Roseville area, I really want you to uh, take Alicia up. She has offered uh, that she will be giving, she has a, her consultations are valued at $85, but she's offering them for those of you who are listening today or listening to this as a recording, because we have a lot of those that do that on the iTunes or the Stitcher or whatever it is, uh, you are offering that consultation for as complimentary to my listeners. Tell me a little bit more about that consultation. Yeah, so that consultation is um, we take a minute, we sit down, you know, I give them a tour of the office because I want them to feel comfortable here. I want them to make sure that, you know what, I like this place. I, I can see myself getting care here. So we make sure that they get well acquainted with the office. And we sit down, we go over their history, some of their past problems, and, and really find out what, what is the issue. What, what, is, what has been so impacted in your life with this chronic disease that you finally want to do something about it? Because often most people don't come to me because they have migraines. They come to me because they have migraines so much that they can't work, they have no friends, they really don't have a life much at all because they have to stay walled off in a dark room with painkillers. You know, so it's, it's, so we're talking about those types of issues. And then we do do a complementary nervous system scan. From that, we know um, if I will be able to help them and we can gauge if we need further exploration at that point, if they decide that they, they want to commit um, to coming in and getting that checked out further, then, then we definitely take care of them. Awesome. And I want the listeners to understand it's more than just, you mentioned migraines, but she's using that as an example. So really it's any 
ailment that you have. I personally, yes, I do suffer from headaches, but when I went and saw her, one of my big complaints and problems was my, I had a lot of shoulder pain in my joint and my right arm. Um, part the, tell, the telltale well, the telltale sign well the telltale sign that someone would benefit or is in dire need of upper cervical chiropractic care is if they have XYZ problem XYZ condition and despite all of their best efforts to try to heal from it it keeps getting worse and worse and worse no matter what they do that's a telltale sign that they need my care perfect Perfect. Yeah. So it's expansive. It, you can help with so many different um, chronic disorders and pains. Uh, with that in mind, you also have a, a brand new e-report. What's that about how to enjoy a more abundant life? So now you're kind of spreading it out beyond just your, the, the spe, you know, the specific chiropractic, but what is that e-book going to be about? So that e-book is how to make some small daily changes in your life to enjoy a more abundant lifestyle or an abundant mindset. I've come to learn from my own experience and working with other entrepreneurs is that we crave for this certain lifestyle, be it you want to get to a certain point in your career or your family. And, and we use our sense of entrepreneurial spirit to, to get these, to get to these areas in our life. But if you're lacking an abundant mindset, it's going to be really difficult to achieve that if and it may not even be possible at all. And so I developed this e-report of um, kind of like some tricks and some hacks of some things that you can intertwine very easily into your everyday to help learn how to have that abundant mindset and grow it. And so we talk about things like journaling, um, morning routine, um, uh, passion planning, things like that. And so that definitely is available um, for anyone to download. Um, I believe I gave you the link for that. I don't think I have the link here, uh, but for those listening, I will get that up on the show site. Uh, I'll, I'll have you, if you can Facebook message me with that link, that would be great. And yep, then I'll get that. that right now. Yes, all they do that. is go to the link and the um, the opt-in will pop up right on their phone and then it will be delivered right to their email inbox. Perfect, perfect. Uh, with that, so this is, a, you've been an amazing guest. I love all the wisdom, but I do want to have you share, like I said, I because we're focusing on, you've given us time physically how women can care for themselves and things that they have to look for and understand. But I also want for you to share, if you can, your top three business tips that, uh, that our listeners, because we're primarily uh, women entrepreneurs. So what is, what are your top three business tips to help our listeners become more successful in their business? Awesome. I love this stuff. Like this is the good stuff, right? The business stuff. And so what's really awesome about my top three business tips is if you actually do go to that link, um, which I did just send to you and download um, the four easy ways to have an abundant mindset, these business tips that I'm about to share, the roadmap to learning how to do those business tips is in that report. So make sure that, that people definitely can download that. So number one thing is mindset. You have to have a good mindset. You have to be nice to yourself. You have to tell yourself good thoughts. You cannot have that negative self-talk, that self-doubt. It, it, it will really drive you to ruin. And I've learned that 
you know, having a, a great mindset is a lot harder than, than it sounds. Like there's, you know, there's a lot of books that I read, um, Brene Brown, um, she was a, she was a huge help on that, a lot of business books. And so you, you definitely want to make sure that, that you have a good mindset. You always want to look at the, at the world, um, the glasses is half full and not half empty. The next thing is, is a morning routine, which we really highlight in that, um, that e-report on the, on the abundant mindset. Um, morning routines, people really get tripped up over morning routines because they imagine people like Tony Robbins or Gary, uh, Gary Vaynerchuk that kind of go crazy with the morning routine. You've got to be up at 4 a.m. You need to run a marathon. You need to do all of these, you know, what may be unrealistic for some people. And maybe your morning routine is at night. You know, I know one of my coaches, she does her best work at night. And so she probably has more of a routine in the evening. And that's totally okay. It's just making sure that you take a moment, whether it's five minutes or 30 minutes each day and center yourself and plan out what it is that you're going to do that day. And if you start to do that on a consistent basis, you start to see how your day just works for you instead of you working for it. And then the last tip has been a huge thing for me, and it's a, it's a really touchy subject, actually, so I'll be exercising my vulnerability skills I've learned from Brene Brown. Um, my coach has taught me that all business problems are actually personal problems in disguise. And that was something I had in the background of my mind, but I, I was ignoring it. No, that no, my personal life won't affect my business, but unfortunately, it absolutely does. And so it's okay to have personal problems, um, crazy things with family or relationship, you name it. We all have that stuff. But it's, you want to be mindful to, to not stifle that stuff, not ignore it. You want to have a relationship with the fact that you do have these issues in your life and you do want to try and manage them. And otherwise, if you don't, there, and I think as entrepreneurs, we really understand the concept of energy, like having good energy. It, it, it really interferes with the business by way of you don't really have good vibes. And, and you can definitely notice, you know, if there's something going on in your life, um, someone passing away or a divorce or whatever issue, if you look at your year in business, you probably didn't have record collections at the time that there was a personal problem going on. And so as long as you're mindful of that concept and, and try to manage that, um, it, it really won't have the, the large impact on your business. And so those would be my top three business tips that were really helpful for me in um, the 2017 business year. I love it. I love it. And those listeners, our listeners can apply those in 2018 and have a much more successful 2018. They're great. Great, great, great. And mindset is huge, people. It is huge. You cannot separate the two. Uh, she's right. Everything, we are a whole human being. And so everything that we do affects everything uh, everything around us. So we, we need to keep that in mind. All right. So I have on the show page, uh, go ahead and tell us how can listeners uh, get in contact with you or connect with you. Uh, you already said that you can go to the, uh, and I do have this link on there, Dr. Alicia Sonis at the specific, or Dr. Alicia Sonis dot the specific dot com. Uh, but are there any other ways that you would like to have our listeners connect with you? Sure. Um, they can connect with me any way that they want. Um, they can call the office phone, um, which also goes to my cell phone, so I never, I never miss a call. Um, that number is 916-755-4128. 
Um, my email is uh, roseville at thespecific.com. They can find me on Facebook, uh, Instagram by searching my name or the specific Roseville. And I want to make sure that um, I'm sure that, that your radio show is nationwide because um, I know that you help a lot more women who aren't necessarily local. So if there is a listener that doesn't live in Northern California and is really interested in this Pacific, we, we do have other offices. Um, so they, they're more than welcome to contact me so I can get them in touch with someone who is close to them that is able to help them. That's awesome. Well, thank you so much, Dr. And all of these things, all of these, the phone number, the link to her website where you can get that, the download, um, that's all listed on the show description page for today's program of Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. Thank you so very much, Dr. Alicia, for being on thank the program you. with us. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're going to have to schedule. I was, I wanted to do this as a Facebook live and I just did not get my act together. So I really want to redo this interview on a Facebook live in the future. Uh, so we'll connect, we'll connect with that, but Sounds thank good. you very much. for. Sounds good. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you for being on the program today. All right, listeners. Thank you so much for listening in. I hope you got, I'm sure you got some great tips on uh, just being being able to live a more extraordinary life by handling the chronic diseases or the chronic issues that you're faced with. Some great tips to go with, some some alarming statistics, but some great information to take forward. If you are a woman in business, you need every ounce of your energy. If you're a woman, period. But even more so, if you are a female entrepreneur, this is these are some great tips to take along with you and some great uh, things to think about. In your day-to-day life, what is it that I need to make adjustments on? Maybe it is going and seeing someone like Dr. Alicia and looking into the physical things. Because if you're not feeling great first thing in the morning, you just can't do nearly as much. So I encourage you to do that. All right. For the program, I want to have everyone, if you have ideas, thoughts for the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Program, please reach out and give us a call, or I should say you can call at 530-913-4407. That is my cell phone. Or you can go to, you can shoot me an email at info at women entrepreneurs extraordinaire. Those are plural, ladies. They're plural. So women entrepreneurs extraordinaire.com. Shoot me an email. Please connect with us on Facebook. You can go to Facebook and we are, we have a group on Facebook as well as we have started a business page, Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. So both of those are listed on the on the show site as well. We also have our website, our, our standard website, womenentrepreneursextraordinaire.com. We are growing and building that website, and we want it to become a dynamic go-to resource for women in business. No matter where you are at or where you live or what stage of your business you are at, you are going to be able to find resources there. Uh, as well as, you know, listen to this radio show, follow this radio show weekly. We have some great guests planned for the upcoming months, as well as amazing information to share with you to help you to grow your business and take it to a whole new level. All right. With that in mind, I want to thank everyone for tuning in today to the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire Show. And I want you to, I always close my brain lady, Julie. I also, uh, if you like great radio shows, podcasts, look up brain lady 
Speaker or Brain Lady Speaks, I should say, Brain Lady Speaks radio show. That is my other podcast that I do. I do it as a live radio show every Wednesday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. And the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire show is every Wednesday morning at 11 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. We would absolutely love to have you give us information and follow both of those programs. And join us, interact with us on Facebook and all of the other social media outlets. All those connections and all those links are on the Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire show page, as well as the Brain Lady Speaks show page. All right. So the way I always sign off that program, the Brain Lady Speaks program, is telling everybody to enjoy every moment. And I want for all of you dynamic women entrepreneurs to enjoy every moment of your business and of your life. So many amazing, wonderful things that you can experience when you really, really apply the information and wisdom that we are sharing with you. All right. Any ideas or thoughts, feedback, send me an email at info at Women Entrepreneurs Extraordinaire. And this is Julie Brain Lady Anderson signing off for this week. Thanks for joining us.